Do you know the gifts and talents you have are for others and not just for you? Today, we will explore Josephine Baker, a famous international performer who was a dancer, singer, and actor. She even served as a spy for the French Army in World War II. Say what? Let's go explore. Welcome back to the Explore Black History on the Go podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Shannon, here with another episode to explore the amazing legacy that is our Black heritage. I'm also excited to announce that I'm offering online Explore Black History classes. I would love to see some of your faces who are listening to the podcast and explore these amazing Black heroes with you in more detail. Just visit the Instagram page at Explore Black History, and in the bio, there's a link to the classes, as well as the free vocabulary guide that goes with today's lesson. Now let's explore Josephine Baker. Frida Josephine McDonald was born June 3, 1906, in St. Louis, Missouri. Later, when she married her second husband, she stopped using her first name Frida and became known as Josephine Baker. Her mom worked hard as a launderer, and her dad was a performer, but he never made it big in the business. Matter of fact, Josephine grew up very poor. When she was just eight years old, she worked as a housekeeper and was often treated very poorly by her employers. And at 12 years of age, she worked as a waitress. Josephine not only lived in extreme poverty, but as a kid, she also saw Black people being treated very horribly and unfairly. Some memories, she said, stayed with her for her entire life. At that young age, Josephine knew she wanted something different for her life. She had street smarts and style, and boy, could she dance. She started dancing for friends and family, and when she was a bit older, she would sneak to watch professional performers and then perform the dances on the street with her own flair and style, and the people loved it. She started earning money as a streets performer until she was picked up by a vaudeville traveling group. This is a group that combined song, dance, and comedy in a performance, and for Josephine, it was a perfect fit for what she loved to do, entertain, because her dancing was a gift. Her style made her stand out and her charisma captured the world. It was her way to be seen and not seen at the same time. It was a talent that saved her life and the life of others. So she packed up and left to perform with her new group and it was the beginning of something quite extraordinary. She traveled all around the country with her vaudeville group and eventually made her way to New York and participated in the Harlem Renaissance. The Harlem Renaissance was a time when African-American culture and pride were being highlighted through great books, magazines, poetry, art, music, singing, and the movies. 
When she was in New York, a manager saw her perform and invited her to be part of the chorus line in his show. The chorus line was made up of lots of women who did the exact same moves. So in order to stand out, Josephine used humor and other antics. For example, as the last girl in the line, she would intentionally fall down, forget a move, and make a funny face. The audience loved it. Her plan worked. She was no longer just one of the chorus line girls. The audience laughed at her antics, and she became a crowd favorite. The reporters covering the show wrote about her in the newspapers. Photographers snapped her picture. She moved up to the chorus line on Broadway and performed in a production called Chocolate Dandies for 96 performances. And when that production closed, Josephine was invited to star in an all-black show in France. Do you know what Josephine said? Absolutely yes. So in 1925, at the age of 19, Josephine found herself on a ship to France because dancing was her gift. Her style made her stand out, and her charisma captured the world. It was her way to be seen and not seen at the same time. It was a talent that saved her life and the life of others. The move to France was quite a different experience for Josephine. First, she was surprised when she got on the ship that she could sit anywhere she wanted. The United States during that time was still segregated. There were laws that told Black people where they could go, sit, eat, everything. But in France, it wasn't that way. During this time, France was obsessed with American jazz and Black performers, and Josephine used this knowledge to her advantage. For one thing, she kept up the comedy act in her performances, and her costumes were very unique and colorful. One time, she had a costume made up of lots of feathers. Another time, she had a skirt made out of bananas. Yes, bananas. She used 16 bananas strung together to create a skirt, and the audience went wild. But beyond her crazy costumes and funny antics, Josephine had talent. She could dance, sing, and act. She was the first African-American woman to star in a major movie in 1934 called Zuzu. She became very popular and traveled all around Europe performing, but France loved her. It was said if you visited Paris, though you might never meet her in person, her picture was on every billboard, store window, and walls of buildings. There was even a doll created in her image. Her presence was everywhere. But get this, she even had a cheetah for a pet. Yep, I said cheetah. You know, the fastest animal in the world. She named her pet cheetah, Chiquita. Chiquita was not only her pet, but she performed with Josephine on stage. And Josephine would walk down the streets of Paris with Chiquita on a leash wearing a diamond collar. Her popularity was so high, she was the most famous American working in France. This worked in her favor because it allowed her to become a spy for the French government. Because Josephine's dancing was a gift. Her style made her stand out and her charisma captured the world. It was her way to be seen and not seen at the same time. It was a talent that saved her life and the life of others.
Now, why on earth would a singer, dancer, and movie star become a spy? Well, during World War II, when Hitler and the Nazi regime invaded France, Josephine did all she could to help fight back, even becoming part of the French resistance. She hid refugees in her home in the south of France. She performed for American and French troops. She became a member of the Free French Force and drove an ambulance for the Red Cross. She even learned how to fly a plane so she could drop off supplies to refugees who were fleeing. But the most dangerous role she played was a spy when she transported key information to French military officials and British authorities. You see... As a performer, she could still travel freely and mingle with both the enemy and the French military. She would carry secret information on her music paper that was written in invisible ink. She carried letters and documents attached to the inside of her dresses. When she traveled for a performance, she knew no one would search her, and they didn't. After the war ended and the Allied forces won, she was honored by the French government because her dancing was a gift. Her style made her stand out and her charisma captured the world. It was her way to be seen and not seen at the same time. It was a talent that saved her life and the life of others. Josephine believed in justice and equality, and she lived that out in everything she did. She adopted 13 children from different countries because she wanted to show the world that people with different backgrounds from different places could live together in harmony. She called her family the Rainbow Tribe. And whenever she performed in America, she refused to perform for segregated audiences. She was an activist who fought for civil rights. And when Dr. King gave his I Have a Dream speech at the March on Washington, she was the only woman invited to speak. She said, you know, friends, that I do not lie to you when I tell you that I have walked into the palaces of kings and queens and into the houses of presidents and much more. But I could not walk into a hotel in America and get a cup of coffee, and that made me mad. She fought for the equality of Black Americans against all the injustices she remembered as a child and what she experienced and saw as an adult. When she died in 1975, she was given a military burial in France, becoming the first American woman to be buried in France with military honors. Over 20,000 people lined the streets of Paris to watch her funeral procession. She was loved by people all around the world. She not only entertained them, but her love for humanity shined throughout her life because her dancing was a gift. Her style made her stand out and her charisma captured the world. It was her way to be seen and not seen at the same time. It was a talent that saved her life and the life of others. Woo! Isn't Josephine Baker an amazing woman? Even when she was a young girl in St. Louis, she had a gift inside her that shined through her poverty and the harshness of her childhood. Her desire to dance and perform took her clear across the world, and it ended up giving her the ability to save lives. She leaves a legacy of resilience, talent, ingenuity, resourcefulness, courage, family, and joy. What do you love to do? What do you wake up excited for each morning? Who knows where your gift will take you? 
what I know for sure, the world needs it. We're waiting for you. Take care until the next time when you explore Black history with me. Explore Black history with me.